Welcome back, everybody, to Menace Podman, your NBA and fantasy basketball podcast. I'm Scott Keller, along with Steve St. Pierre. As always, hope everybody enjoyed their Labor Day weekend. I had a pretty busy Labor Day weekend some days, but it was super hot here. I mean, it was nuts here, Detroit area. Yeah, for sure. But hopefully you had a good weekend as well. Um, I did. Lots of fantasy football. Oh, yeah. A lot of drafts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and some other interesting things. Yeah. But we won't talk about that. Anyways, good so... Call. We'll move on real quick. Um, well, actually, you know what? Yeah. Today, just to, to put it out there, we're going to do kind of a short little intro here, not as long as before, because today we have a live mock draft um, that will be the second half of the podcast. But we're going to get started with... Sorry, go ahead. I want a mock! Oh, man. <laughs> That's coming in. I'm going to steal that for future sound bites. All right, here you we go. You are welcome. <laughs> name on your paper first thing so not that i'm really mailing it in this episode here at the beginning but um <laughs> i didn't really do the research i should this holiday weekend really screwed me up we determined we we're like oh we're gonna record and i was and you're like oh we're gonna record this day and i totally forgot what day it was this week so i'm not completely prepared but we're gonna start with it's all good we got a ton of content this episode's gonna be another long one it is there's a lot there but um so we're going to send out some congrats here to uh, Jay Moore, Jeannie Buss. <laughs> they uh, got married well, over the over the Labor Day weekend, I believe. And uh, yeah, whatever. Congrats to them. Jeannie Buss, of course, a... the owner of the yes. LA Lakers. And Jay Moore, uh, former SNL movie actor, comedian. I don't know what he's been in lately, but I always liked him on SNL. I always thought he was funny. I know what he's been in lately, but that's inappropriate. So, um, <laughs> well, <t> <laughs> well played, well played. So, uh, we just want to say congrats to them. Like I said, slow news week. Here we go. Okay. And then second, um, we talked about Brownie James, uh, in the past, a few episodes ago, you know, he had his, uh, uh, cardiac arrest, I believe. Right. Um, mm -hmm. well, what was that warm ups or practice? I can't remember for USC. Um, but yeah, there was some developments kind of recently there. Um, basically, just doctors saying that uh, he had a CHD, congenital heart defect. And it's kind of, actually, it's not funny, but um, interesting that last episode, one of our first things was, um, you know, more related to things you know about uh, close to you and congenital heart defects are close to my family as, as my son was yeah. born with a couple. Yeah. So um, I'll know all too well about some of that stuff, but um, it sounds like what he has is a... Uh, it sounds like he's completely, you know, repairable, um, which is great news. And he should be, you know, back to basketball activities and all that stuff. Even though I just read something that said he'd love to be the quarterback for USC. So I don't <laughs> know what that means. <laughs> Guess we'll but, find uh, out. So, yeah. So good news. Things looking up, what we hope for. And, uh, yeah, hope the best for him going forward. Absolutely. So, yeah, I guess for you've actually got more substantial news and notes this week. So let's go hit those. All right. So, yeah, we had some uh, pretty big free agency news here. First time in a long time. Um, easily the best player still on the board, uh, Christian Wood. First time, long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Christian Wood um, is going to sign a two-year deal with the Lakers. It's a really interesting move. Um, this was kind of rumored for a while. Um, the Lakers had interest in him going back to even last season. Um course he was still on the Mavericks last year so it would have had to be trade but now 
Um, obviously, he'll sign as a free agent. I think there's a chance that Christian Wood could start for the Lakers with AD moving back to the four spot. Um, but personally, I think what will happen is they'll keep AD at the five. They'll keep starting either Vanderbilt or Hachimura at the four. Uh, but they'll use Wood more like off the bench so that they can, you know, rest AD a little bit or play those guys together more like on the second unit. You know, we'll have to see. Um, he's definitely a good kind of insurance policy for if something does happen to AD. Um, or again, like if they just want to rest guys, you know, he gives them more depth. He's obviously a really good player um, in real life. In terms of fantasy, I think this puts Christian Wood back on the draft board as a late round kind of guy. Um yeah, you know, I, I, I'm not super high on him, you know, on the Lakers because they have so much depth and obviously so much firepower at the top. But he's definitely a good player. Um, he's pretty good in fantasy. And, yeah, I think he's definitely draftable now. Um, Danny yeah, Green. I love that move. Like you said, all the depth there. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Danny Green, he's going to go back to the 76ers uh, on a one-year deal. And that's a good move. You know, just get some, again, insurance policy we've been talking all summer about james harden is he going to show up to camp what's he going to look like what's he going to weigh <laughs> and you know <laughs> just having a guy a veteran guy like green um who's been with that team before and he's been with nick nurse from their time in toronto they won a championship together so that's just you know a good fit there and then uh javel mcgee we talked a couple weeks ago about how dallas waived him he is signing. He did sign a one-year deal with the Sacramento Kings. It's non-guaranteed, and he's going to have to compete for a roster spot. They have a ton of big guys now. Um, we talked about how they signed Nerlens Noel. They re-signed Alex Len. Um, obviously, Sabonis is still there. He'll be the starter. But um, yeah, all kinds of guys there on the uh, on the bench. So um, I think McGee will probably wind up winning a spot, but. You know, we'll have to see how how it shakes out. And then um, the only other news story I have is, uh, unfortunately, Trey Murphy has an injured left meniscus. Um, it might require surgery. It's sounding like it probably will to some degree, which means he probably will miss the start of this upcoming season. Uh, but that's not set in stone yet. We have to kind of wait and see uh, what the doctors come up with for that. Yeah, no, that's unfortunate. Um, I know yeah, he's your guy. That's yeah, he is. I my my draft too early guy, right? <laughs> um, which always happens. But uh, yeah, that's all I got, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so yeah, no, you mentioned Javel McGee, and actually, now I was going to do this in a different order, but I realized this will transition into the WNBA pre pretty well. I did. Uh, his his mom actually played. Mm -hmm for uh sacramento monarchs correct so yep. um there's a little bit of connection there going back to sacramento which is pretty cool um there's, there's all these connections here actually his his mom went to flint northern uh, that's right high school born yep. here in flint so awesome mm -hmm. shout out to flintstones um but yeah no that's cool so going back to WNBA, we got a lot of these nba WNBA connections uh especially in this town with uh jaden ivy and his mother and things too so yeah. um pretty cool but anyways, moving on, WNBA, obviously, oh, hold on. I forgot my drop. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? 
Here's the dub date. <laughs> so yeah, quick dub date. Um, obviously, we keep talking about every week. It's the finals right now, or playoffs and finals the last two weeks. So there's the last few. What do we got till Sunday here to wrap things up? Um, I'm actually doing pretty well in my championship in my one league. So I'm up, <laughs> up like 70 points here going in the last few days. But I am using every single possible move i can do which it. is what you should do <laughs> as you are going in the finals i'm noticing the guy or guy girl i should say i don't know who it is i just know the name um they've used about three of 11 moves i've used like eight of 11 moves here in these final two weeks so i'm That's taking you do every it. advantage of everything i can go get them dude I'm and it's shown and you just and i'm just kind of yeah i'm just kind of going down and looking towards the future and see who i need to keep and who i need to drop who's not going to be able to play what's interesting is um I think it's Friday and Sunday. If if you're paying attention, they there is stocked of games. Almost yes. you'll have full rosters and people sitting on your bench Friday and Sunday. So there's actually people you can drop earlier here in the week on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and things like that. If depending on when you're listening to this, maybe it's too late now. But um, um, and you can drop those people because you're not even going to be putting them in your starting lineups um yeah. all weekend and so use those roster spots. spots. Switch. Yeah, use those roster spots to stream on the uh, days you know where there's only one or two games and. Get some extra players in there. Exactly. So it might be too late of information, but it's there. It's a great way to do it. Um, other WNBA stuff. Um, geez, what was I going to say? Uh, all these records being set all over the place. Brianna Stewart sets the uh, WNBA single scoring record, which is no surprise. She just keeps rattling off 40-point games um, nonstop. So that's MVP. there. Um, what else? Yeah, yeah, it's going to happen. Um, you were talking about Alyssa Thomas off here. Um, triple double machine. She's getting yeah. assists. So what? That's single season assist records. So records just being broken all across WNBA. It's resembling kind of the NBA and the scoring happening there. Just everything uptick, um, and everything there. As far as injuries, um, some awful Christy, um, Tolliver torn ACL for the Washington Mystics. So yeah, uh, she's done. So that's, yeah, that definitely sucks. Um, Nika Okwumake, uh scratched because of some knee pain the other day. So if you got her on your team, check her out. Um, to, if you need to switch some things with her. But as far as streamers and stuff, there's lots of streamers that you can grab. Uh, Jordan Horston is always a great one. She helped me win me that... Uh, the uh, the daily fantasy <laughs> contest earlier this year that I bragged about a few times. I'm going to brag about it again. Uh, Sugar yeah. Sutton, Phoenix Mercury, she's great. Uh, Ari McDonald, Atlanta Dream, she's uh, easily pick up a bull. Um, and then there's a few sparks you could probably pick up between like uh, Samuelson and Clarendon. But yep. and now I'm looking at an article and it's all the names I just mentioned. It's like I copied it from ESPN. Anyways, but you um, didn't. <laughs> No, it's it's when you only have 12 teams and you're looking for people that aren't usually on rosters and available, exactly. it usually ends up being the same people. So yep. it happens. Dierka uh, Hamby also, I picked her up earlier this year streaming. Great. Or this year, this week, I should say. She's been great. Um, so if she's available, she can be used as well. I think that's all I got as far as WNBA. I don't know if you have anything WNBA related to discuss. I think we got it. All right. So then lastly, the only thing we keep saying it, we're not really paying that much attention to the FIBA world. Well, not I shouldn't say paying attention. We're paying attention to it. We're not really watching the FIBA world. Correct. Cup. Um, but there is 
I, I've been paying attention to the stats and things like that and people performing well, but just not watching on television. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, ESPN2, ESPN Plus um, have the, the semifinals, which is, geez, is that starting earlier this week <laughs> i don't i don't know what day people will listen to this I've lost but track too. this week here so semi-finals happening serbia canada usa germany um usa obviously had that one loss there to what was that lithuania earlier um mm-hmm. but moved past that and then just started dominating again so i can't i don't know i kind of feel like a usa canada final coming up but yeah it'd be great chip a couple of stacked rosters Exactly, exactly. But lots of good guys, lots of good NBA talent out there, lots of good young NBA talent out there. I mean, you got uh, Wagner out there with uh, Germany still in it. You got uh, SGA, obviously, in Canada, Anthony Edwards with our hometown USA. Um, Yeah, just tons of talent out there. And maybe I will actually watch something this weekend as far as semifinals or finals action. I know I'm going to try really hard to. My kids are starting soccer this week, so it might get kind of tricky, but... But do everything I can, pull every string possible, and hope that I can catch it. Yep. Yeah, I got a few things going on this weekend. Got some golf and things to do. But nonetheless, like I said, uh, pretty quick intro here today. Um, coming up after this will be the live mock draft. So hopefully you enjoy that. And then that comes up after the break. But um, hopefully you enjoy it. Hey, this is Steve from Menace Podman. Scott and I have been having a blast creating our podcast. I can't tell you how much we look forward to recording days and providing amazing NBA content to our listeners every week. It's hard work, but with the right software, it's a lot easier. We use Podcastle to seamlessly edit and create production quality sounding podcasts. Podcastle is now equipped to record audio and video and distribute to all the places podcasts are found. You can find a link directly in the show notes to PodCastle. So if you're a podcaster or future podcaster, go check out PodCastle. All right. Welcome back. Have we, as we've been mentioning in past episodes, obviously it's mock draft season. Um, So we're going to do a live mock draft today. We got a few buddies on. We're going to do on Yahoo, obviously, because we like their rankings and you got your pre-rankings in. This will help me yep. hopefully determine some of my pre-rankings, so that's good. Uh, we're doing 12-team, uh, nine-cat, what, head-to-head yep. mock draft here. Um, it actually starts here in about two minutes and 24 seconds, so we got a little bit of time to talk about it. But yeah, we got a, a few buddies in here, too, with us, so it's not all um, people who might turn into robots. Who knows? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, we got, uh, let's see. What do we got? I got I got to find all these drafts from. So so we got in the number picking number two here. Uh, we got Schmite, we got Tim. No man, no. So he, he provided <laughs> that one. Uh, right after him, we got our buddy Patrick. He's picking number three. Um, a few other people in there. Uh, we got our buddy Bill, who's picking number seven. Um, which I actually heard he's actually the what the originator of that's the one. So. <laughs> yeah, even though that's actually our buddy Ian. Exactly. Saying it, Bill but, uh, is the originator of the now famous drop. Exactly. So I'll give give him his credit where it's due. Um, I'm myself. I'm at number nine. And then we got you bringing up the rear here. I'm the turn, number 12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be tough. You know, twelve teamers. That's the standard. Um, yeah, being on the turn, you, you've got to make some really tough choices because uh, obviously the talent level drops a little bit towards the end of the first round. Uh, but also, we've talked all about how point guards go early and often. So, um, you know, with one of those two picks that I get back to back, I'm probably gonna take a guard at least one. Uh, we'll see how it goes, but um, yeah, there are centers all throughout the draft. So as important as it is to get good quality big men, um, they are available all throughout the draft. So just keep that in mind. Um, but yeah, man, should be fun. No, completely agreed. I I haven't done my pre rankings like I mentioned. Um, I know you have, so hopefully after this, this will help me put some stuff together. But uh, I've done a couple ESPN mock drafts before Yahoo opened up. And same, like you were talking about, you know, going crazy with uh, guards early and often, and it seemed to pan out pretty well. But uh, we'll see how this one goes. Yeah, and um, Yahoo has pretty good quality default rankings too. So, um, you know, I don't think anybody going off their list is going to have a problem either. Yeah, I think that especially since it's so early, you know, we're still – a month before even training camp. Yeah. I was going to say the hardest thing I'll have is lining up all these drops in the right spots. Cause it could be like rapid fire here for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. All right. I wonder who's going number one. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, it should be Jokic. We've talked about that, but you know, anything can happen. Yeah. Um, We'll find out if Samuel D is uh, in here for real. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I've seen Luca go number one a couple times and really? you know, we just talked about point guards. So um, it's not anything that I would ever advise, but you know, have they always had these lines in here where your picks line up too? Or is that new? I that's... think so. No, I think okay. that's uh that's definitely a Yahoo thing, but yeah, I think they've kind of, it's pretty that. cool. I like that. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever noticed it before. At least not on other ones. I mean, I, obviously, you would try to figure out where your where your spot was coming up. You'd be like, "Oh, I'm nine away," and you start counting down nine. But um, those lines make it a lot easier to uh, figure out where you're picking next. What kind of stuff you're looking at? Yeah, it helps. I, I completely forgot about these two minutes until the actual draft starts. After you get in the mob <laughs> out of the lobby. Yeah, it's all good. It's all right. We'll kill that too. Let's see. So yeah, I'm I'm probably gonna end up using the uh, the crosswalk at some point here. That trap. And <laughs> I was picking up pizza earlier today, and I just wanted to say one of my biggest pet peeves is when people, normally older guys riding bikes, and they like yell at you when you're blocking the crosswalk with your car as they're riding their bike. And <laughs> it's not like I'm purposely trying to block the damn crosswalk, right? Yeah. And they look at you like you are, but you're just trying to look out beyond traffic so you can pull out. Ah, drives mm-hmm. me, drives me up the wall. <laughs> <laughs> just had to get that off my chest. <laughs> oh yes, I think I want to use that as a drop at some point. <laughs> last, I was hoping. So last episode, it happened twice, right? There was two doorbells, and the first one happened after we mentioned yep. the Pistons, and I was like, "That's gonna be it." I mean, every time we mention <laughs> the Pistons, we're gonna do the little doorbell thing. And then it happened again like five minutes later. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> Dude, and you just mentioned pizza, like pizza delivery. 
Oh, that's what that was? Nice. <laughs> it wasn't, but I'm just saying it could have been. That would have been fun. All right. Well, there goes. Golden Nuggets. <laughs> there goes Jokic real quick. Yep. Luca goes number two. So, Tim, Pat takes Shea. Shea. Number three. I like so that. So, the guards and all the assist guys are going. Joel Embiid is awesome. To get him at four, I mean, he'll take it. Wow. All right. Five. Just take <laughs> He goes number five. Halliburton six. That's a good pick. Um, Bill's on the clock now at number seven. Yeah. Giannis. That's Giannis. his guy. He's a Giannis guy. Um, oh, that's it's a bold strategy. Comes up to me. He's ever... Wow, LaMelo Ball. LaMelo Ball. Number yeah. eight. Mm. No, man, no. <laughs> That's interesting. Everybody realizes it's a nine cat mock, right? <laughs> yeah, I just kind of realized I hate this. League. I kind of hate this spot. <laughs> I don't tough, even know man. what to do. Yeah, it's tough, dude. I think I'm just going to sit there. I'm going to let that go. <laughs> That's not bad. No, I, I, I was looking down the list and I was like, I don't see anything that I like better there. Um, I like Anthony Edwards, but I'm not going to take him that high. So yeah. I'll, I'll wait around. Maybe I get him. Steph Curry. Never like mind. <laughs> Maybe I get him with my second pick. And there he goes right after me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, Dame Lillard. All right. All right. Okay, so I'm up. I see Jaron Jackson I... going. And Mikhail Bridges. Here we go. I'm calling it. I am actually going to go. I think I'm going to take Davis with my first pick. Um, as much as I like JJJ, and I'm going to take Kyrie. Wow. All right. Yeah. I just uh, I thought about going Kyrie and Fred Van Vliet. <laughs> just yeah. Just really double yeah. down early. I know. Um, I like doing that on the turn in a 12 teamer just because we're going to see it. These point guards are just going to vanish into thin air. Yeah. Thinking here. Pat's thinking here. This is the other Pat, though. The other Pat. <laughs> Where'd he go? He did go Jerry Jackson. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, I love JJJ. You know, I do think he's definitely deserving of a first round pick or close to it. You know, so to get him at fifteen, that's a good spot. But yeah, it's just tough, man. You're you know, his values and blocks and stuff, but you know, we talked about the point guards, you gotta get those assists early and often. Yeah, no, I thought about taking Van Vliet here, there. I'm going to see what happens when with Bridges, your boy Bridges instead. Yeah. And I was going to say, you mentioned him. I love him too, but again, (laughs) 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 you got to get those assists and you know, know. you have to prioritize those, but Van Vliet's still sitting there. <laughs> Trey Trey Young's gonna have monsters. He might this could be his year. Maybe. We'll see what happens. I think I talked about that earlier, thinking that this might be his uh De'Aaron Fox year. I could see it. 
Or Trey Young could get traded, and then it would be DeJounte's year. This this is true. This is true. Or Trey could benefit from a trade going somewhere else, and maybe both of them could flourish. You know, who knows? Yeah, Desmond Bain. I thought he was the number one overall player. (laughs) (laughs) He slipped all the way to 21. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they have. A, it's weird for anybody who's, who doesn't know. Yahoo has their own projections, and they currently have Desmond Bain projected at number two overall. Yeah. He's not that high in their X ranks, but in their projections, he's number two overall. And yeah, if you do any mock draft, everybody just skips over him. And I think I think everybody's using the X ranks, and yeah, it's smart because they're good. And we can see now, I mean, we'll talk more about it, but a ton of guards going right now. Yep. Um, Van, Bain, Vliet. Van Vliet, Harden. Yeah. Um, the finisher yep. now, Markman. I love that nickname. I say it all the time. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Jalen Brunson. There we go. Schmite's up here, number 26. Yep. What's he going to do? Jimmy Butler, I was going to call that. Nice. going to call that. I should have said it. I was distracted by Nathan crying downstairs. <laughs> All right, this is Patrick. This is our Patrick. Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> at 27? I don't know it at all. I know. I just hate him. <laughs> <laughs> just don't trust that guy. The whole team. The whole team. He just never seems to show up. He's showing up right now. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't like this spot. I don't like this. Where am I? Uh-huh. Seven. I don't like it. It ain't much better over here either. At least you're up in two picks. I still got to wait true. five more. I think I, yeah, right. I'm, I'm realizing real quick I don't want to be five or higher. Because I'd rather just go, like you said, get that really more elite point guard first there. Because yeah. then there's still some when you come back around. Um, I don't know. I guess Curry was okay where he was at, but yeah, for sure. Yeah. Even just got to hope that he's healthy and you know, yeah. See, like Chris even Paul this, doesn't take away too much from him. And even this, I should be looking for a point guard right now and load management and all that. I can't do it. Nice. <laughs> Walker Castle. <Boom>, <laughs> Way to stay on brand. I can't let him go away. And speaking of on brand, if my boy Turner makes it to me, that's going to be my pick here. Yeah. But I don't know I, that he's going to make it. Yeah. See, I wanted to go guard, obviously, because I only got the one with Curry. But he's one guard... of the top remaining guys on the uh, X rank right now. So, yeah. Yeah. Right, right before me. Look yep. at that. Yeah. And Drew was the guy I thought about maybe taking, but I want. I want Kessler. And if this falls, uh, falls, I'll take De'Aaron Fox when he comes up. Probably move him up just so I can get a guard here. Speaking of guard, you know what I'm going to do? Yep. You can take my De'Aaron Fox. You could do that too. (laughs) (laughs) Take De'Aaron Fox and Drew Holiday. Yeah. You were thinking about it. I go, I'm going to take De'Aaron Fox next. I was like, that's who I want. <laughs> yeah, like, and eh, you know, yeah, and I still was, have no point guards. If I need 
Jamal Murray Garland. Like it's so, I mean, they're okay, but it's, there so... are so many good big men right now. And yeah, it was tempting seconds. to take one of them, but I just said, you know what? Let's grab the point guards now. Yeah. Because so out. many centers fall. There are so many on the board and I already have AD. So it's not like I don't have any big man stuff already. And now I'll just, whatever I add, will be adding to what he provides. So, yep. But getting yeah, those just... guards early and often is just so critical, especially in a 12 team and higher league, you know, where you're, like we said, you're waiting in between picks. Yeah. 30 seconds is not a lot to pick. <laughs> I can tell no. you that much. <laughs> no, oh, it's, man. It's tough. Yeah, need a little more time than that, but it's all right. I got some ideas. <laughs> <laughs> got some ideas that might work out. We'll see what happens. Victor Wembanyama falls to forty-four, and I just you know I guess it depends. Like... <laughs> when when you're drafting on ESPN, they have him in the 20s. And I, I feel like that's where he's going to ultimately wind up. Unless he has a really bad preseason or, you know, sustains an injury or they announce for sure that he's not going to play in any back-to-backs and all that. Anything that's going to, like, take his value or his stock and diminish it. Um, otherwise, I just think he's so popular and stuff. And I think people are going to want to draft him that they'll start reaching for him because Yahoo has them pre-ranked in their X ranks around the 40 spot. Yeah. People don't see that's kind of where he's been going. Yeah. Um, We'll have to see. Jordan pool at 45. Is that where he's, where was he ranked? I feel like that's too high. That's way too high. In my opinion, Um, I get it. You know, that teams, we talked all about how Washington's going to, need that firepower but you know yeah. he just has so many holes in his game and i just think you're passing on other guys i mean darius garland was so good last year and you're passing on that hoping that pool um has that kind of season that's a big gamble so we're already 50 picks in yeah, I'm sitting here going, man, is there something I should start thinking about punting? <laughs> it's like, I don't, I don't like took... this at all. I hate everything. I like, I like the guys I've drafted, but not as far as the team makeup. Knowing what I'm going to get. Claxton, that was a good pickup. Yeah. DeAndre Ayton. Ugh. Yeah, no thanks. Bill's on the clock here. Rudy Gobert. Gobert. Speaking of punting, is Bill doing a free throw punt? He might be. He might be. I haven't been paying attention. We'll have to see. After the draft, we can take a look at the teams and see what, get an idea of what people are doing. Yep. Did you take Brolo there? Or? Uh, I took Maxi. Yeah, nice. All right. I wanted Brolo. Um, yeah, I got enough. I got two big guys already with Homeboy and Kessler. I could have gone crazy that way, but um, I want some. I need some guards here. Uh, I'm going to go on brand here. This is a little early. It's not too bad. I'm going to go on Yeka Okongwu. 
And I think I'm going to stay on brand, especially since you took Maxi. I'm going to take Derek White. Nice work. Nice work. Thanks. Comes back yeah. around to me. So, so far I'm looking at Curry, Bridges, Maxi, Holmgren, Kessler. Not still bad. like Still like somebody small here, most likely. Don't want to reach too far. You got Kessler but... and Chet? Yes. Yes, I, I like do. that. Now I'm going to reach a little bit here just for fun. And I take Jalen Green. <laughs> wow. I think he's got a, he's got something. Oh, there goes Giddy. Yep. Yeah, we got some people reaching. That's okay, though. I mean, it's a mock draft, and, you know, these guys all have upside. I'm at that point, though. Like, we, I mean, we keep saying it. It's like we're beating a dead horse, but you got to take those guards early, and I'm at yeah. – I got to get the guards. Because you talked about the top of it, so stacked right at the top. And then there's a middle section that's pretty small, and then it just falls by the wayside after that. So I don't want to be – I don't want to be caught in that <laughs> – but uh, I can't say I don't don't like these guys. Love Maxi, and I'm hoping James Harden just kind of falls off. Goes to yeah, China. exactly. Maxi so. has so much upside already, and then, yeah, yeah, even with yeah, I know. Harden. I was gonna say, I still I love drafting guys. I like though. That's sucks though. You put that into your mind. You're like, ah, I like this guy, but I need him to perform too. Well, it's perfect for a mock draft. Yep. You know, for a mock, you're just having fun. You're just messing around and seeing where guys go. Wow. Gary Trent Jr., 69. I have never seen him go. I don't think I've seen him go inside the top 100. Yeah. You see that guy's name? <laughs> oh, yeah. Raps fan. <laughs> yep. Makes sense. Yep. It's happening. <laughs> Man, I missed when Kyrie went. See, I, I have so many drops for just like the top 10 people almost. I took Kyrie so we can yeah. save some of those drops for when we break down the teams <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, I'll use them again. <laughs> All right, Sammy D. What do you got? Mitch Robinson. Mitch Robinson. Yeah, he was a guy I was looking at. What happened there? Michael Porter Chain. Okay. I definitely need to start getting some of these big guys now. I'm still Raps fan. Picks who's, away. who's Raps fan going to take here? <laughs> Jakob Pertle? Jakob Pertle. <laughs> uh, actually, Pertle would be a good pick. Yeah, I bet I'll take Pertle. Pertle would have been a very good pick, but he went with another guard, Tyler Hero. And Capella. Yeah, that's a good pick. Yeah. Yeah, these ADP. So these ADPs are mock draft ADPs they have in here, I assume. Yeah. Yep. Those yeah. are based on what's been happening with the mocks for the last month or so. So we're seeing Dinwiddie go much lower than they have them ranked, which makes sense. Same with actually all these guys, kind of. Yeah, there's still a lot of good talent out there. Um, 
you're up here now. I'm up in a couple picks. Yeah, and I I don't like any of these people. I do I do like Jacob Pertle. Yeah, that that's a great spot. Eighty one, especially if you need a big man. Yeah. <laughs> I got an opening. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um what pick are we on? Eighty five. Uh, I'm going to go with my man JV just because he has looked pretty good this summer. All right, back and to I've me. I talked about how I think he's going to have a bounce back. Hmm. That's tough. I have no idea. Let's try uh, this. Let's take a chance. Miles Bridges? Yep. You got twin bridges. I do. I like that. (laughs) One's the Brooklyn Bridge, and uh, the other's the... I don't beat your wife bridge. I have no idea. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I guess, yeah. <laughs> I don't. To be clear, we do not condone that. Type no, of not at all. And um, <laughs> yep, not making light of it. But yeah, two bridges. I. Wish I could think of a better one. There's got to be some kind of bridge. <laughs> I'm trying to think of this is so bad, but I'm thinking of Mackinac and everybody pronouncing it incorrectly. And I'm like, Smackinaw bridges? Smackinaw bridge? <laughs> nice. That's that's a big reach. <laughs> How about the Gordy Howe bridge? It works, but I don't want to associate with him with Gordy Howe, right? <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good call. That's why I'm going with the smack and act bridge. <laughs> I'm gonna give a shout out to my wife, Kathy. Smack and she... whack, smack and whack. No, well, that sounds great. That sounds bad. Not not for that, but I guess we can get that in there. <laughs> I'm going um, with the bridges. Still, my wife's Sorry. an engineer, and her company's working on the Gordy Howe Bridge. Just wanted to put that out there. There you go. And I uh... smack that. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. My wife doesn't have a job. No. (laughs) Put that out there. Taking care of the kids. That's right. Nothing wrong with that. No. I know a thing or two about that. Nothing wrong with it. Not at all. If you can do it, you got to do it. All right. Back to Shmita. I never thought I'd say the words. I got sniped by um, the Al Horford pick. Wow. <laughs> Sharp He's the guy I was looking at. But uh Tim takes Tyus Jones. He's just filling in spots, I bet at this point. No, he took Trey Jones. Oh Trey, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, those T Joneses. Yeah, I think Tyus is gone now. Yeah, um, yeah. Would have been a decent pick, but that's fine. I'm looking at my team. I've done a good job of filling in positions at this point. I can Same. Kind of just go best available. I don't really 
I'm not really whacking anywhere. Mm. There is a guy I'm looking at. If you don't pick him, I will say his name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Did you take Melton? Bobby Portis. Oh, okay. Uh, I was looking at Melton, and he yeah. went right, right after you, I guess. Yep. Portis, Melton, oh, and Henderson. Now I'm up. Okay. Uh, dang. Well, that sucks. Um, <laughs> this seems like a good time to take John Collins. I think I almost, I almost back. took him. I almost took him, but yeah. I got Kessler too, and I was like, eh, I don't want both of them. Man, I wanted Melton. You know what? Um, Mike Conley's still sitting there. At this point, that's pretty good value. That pick 109, starting point guard. Who knows how long he'll last, but as my like fifth guard, that's fine. Man. I need, to, I need some more. I hate Calvin Johnson. Yeah, I <sighs> skipped right over him. <laughs> no thanks. R.J. Barrett's a trouble. Oh, we should, here's the secret right here. <laughs> the secret pick. <laughs> we talked about him a few weeks ago, how he's somehow just comes up with numbers sometimes. 50-50. Yeah. Kevin Herter. Got to like that beam. <laughs> I was going to say, I think I, I, I didn't even mention his name, did I? No. Nope. Glad you said that there. But yeah. We're getting kind of towards the end. Pick 114. Yeah, Making only, good time. Only three more picks here. We'll see. Well, at least for me. Yeah, three more rounds. Correct. Man, I still got another 15 picks before it's my turn. That's what's tough is, you know, you get, you know, when you're on the turn, you, it's nice that you get those back-to-back picks, but then you're sitting there for a long time. Yep. And if you've got a queue or something, like you're just going to see those guys, you know, just evaporate. <laughs> yeah, like we mentioned, it's a great spot if you don't want to grab a beer. Or, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, exactly. Hit the head real quick, but other than that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And it's tough, like we said, too, just the, the challenge of, you know, trying to find that talent that's kind of buried, you know, and again, it's kind of pre-planning too. You want to just make sure that you're loading up on the guys at the spots that are going to disappear. You know, the guards, you know, we're going to keep harping on that, but I mean, we're looking at it right now, man. I mean, who are the best guards still on the board? I think I see Malcolm Brogdon there. Um, Manuel quickly. He's a backup. Kyle Lowry. He could retire anytime. Yep. Schroeder, we don't know if he's going to start for the Raptors or not, but either way, his fantasy game's not real great. So, yeah, I don't. Yeah, there's nothing. Bruce Brown. Calvin Johnson just went. Tim took him 119. Jordan Clarkson just went. I mean, no thanks. Guards are picked over, man. Yep. Yeah, it's done quick. I, I actually, I think I would have taken uh, Bruce Brown over. Clarkson or anything at this point. Yeah. He has some potential and Indiana getting paid. 
Bruce Brown has low usage, but he's got a fantasy friendly game. He does stuff like defensively. He usually shoots relatively well from the field. He gets good shots. So that helps, you know, they kick it out to him. He's wide open in the corner. He's just got a high motor. I love him. Yeah. And he plays on ball a lot too. So he can get some assists. He can get, you know, he just does a little bit of everything. Oh man, Mark Williams. He's uh one of my sleepers this year. Um I was hoping he'd fall to me. Whoever took him, that's a good pick. Yeah. Is that Raptors fan? It's the Raps fan, yeah. Well, I will Yeah. Am I gonna do this? Oh boy. Ben <laughs> just went before you. Yeah. It's a bold move. But again at one twenty seven. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go here. I like the upside. Who'd you go with Barrett? RJ Barrett, yeah. He's got a lot of upside potential if he can go uh, we'll top in right before me. Dang it. Look at that three well, was three next. I take that back. <laughs> Here's a guy who I always wind up with, uh Contavious Caldwell Pope. I just think at this late in the draft to get a starter who, like we said now, is going to probably get even more playing time because they lost Bruce Brown. Yep. Um, yeah, we talked about I, him on uh, when we were breaking stuff down uh, just recently. And I'll stay on brand and go Jonathan Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I'll... Let's see. I'll stay on brand. Nice. Actually, that's really good value. Yeah, getting Hart at one thirty-six. There goes Tari Eason. Josh Hart and Bruce Brown are actually. Pro- I mean, I don't know where they are. Where last year front rankings rise, but they're kind of equals to me. I see that. Oscar Thompson, uh, except Hart's. Well, Hart might start. Right, it goes back and forth. Looks like the Thompson twins are starting to go. Oh, there go the Thompson twins. I gotta. Whoa, oh, whoa, me now. It's <laughs> a good drop. It is. Uh, Jones, Bo. Pick 143. We're winding down here. Coming up on the last round. Yep. One more for me. Not too bad. No, not at all. About 30 minutes, 32 minutes here. Get through a nice smock. Learn some things. For sure. We'll break it all down after this. Yeah, I got one more. And I'm feeling like I got to go for a big guy here. I don't really have any backup forwards or centers or anything like that. Well, small forwards, but... Oh, Bobby Portis. I like Bobby Portis with that uh, power forward center. Nice. I think my ignoring centers there for a while might have backfired a little bit. Um, I'm not real deep. And I, man, it's so picked over now. Everybody's done a good job of drafting. There aren't any, you know. Yeah. Yeah. There were, there were a few, you know, somebody likes somebody, but not crazy. I don't have any like huge surprise 
Oh yeah, we did. I do remember the last mock draft we did on Yahoo. We did it last year, and somebody was drafting nothing but rookies. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, it's messed up. Just really, yeah, it's not what you want. No. Want some practice? Practice. Talking about practice. <laughs> All right. Last pick for you. Yep. Let's see. No, no, no. Well, I mean, for a last pick, I hate him, but I'll take him. Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks. Yeah. Hey, starter. Uh, and I have the very last pick in the draft. Um, man, this is tough. I'm going to go. I think I'm going to grab Grant Williams. I think he's going to have a good year for Dallas. Yeah. All right. Not bad. Pretty quick. And yeah. Uh, yeah. How about on the other side of the break, we uh, take a look at the results. Sounds like Sounds a plan, my man. All right. Hey, it's Scott from Menace Podman. And if you love sports and you're a somewhat low-key gambling degenerate like I am, you should definitely check out Outlier.bet. Uh, they have a super easy-to-use platform um, supported on both mobile and desktop sites. Um, and it really allows you to crunch the numbers and make you get some confidence in the bets that you're making. Um, you can do multiple things um, on Outlier. Uh, you can explore across multiple markets. Uh, you can get suggestions on and curated picks. Um, you can analyze trends, matchup data, line movement. And my favorite feature, um, Outlier is integrated with multiple betting sites. So you can seamlessly transfer your picks to automatically fill out your bet slips um, with just as easy as two clicks. Um, so there's a link directly in the show notes to Outlier. You should check them out. Um, click on the link, go to the site, sign up, get a free seven-day trial of Outlier, and go win some money. All right, so my first, well, my first Yahoo mock draft of the season. All done. That was a lot, a lot of fun. Hopefully people enjoy it, learn something from it. If they listen to our mock draft and some orders, some ADPs and things like that. But uh, yeah, I guess we just real quick, we're just going to go through the teams we ended up with. Um, I don't know if you want to start with your team top to bottom and just um, give some thoughts sh- sure so um like we said i was drafting on the turn so i had the 12th pick um i took anthony davis and then i backed him up with kyrie irving uh, my big thing is you know you got to get somebody with- oh, oh, oh. oh my hand knows oh my jibbles. oh my hand knows you got to get somebody with a lot of handles, man. You got to get those <laughs> guards they go early and often you got to get those assists they dry up real quick um, but also you want to shoot for, you know, the upside. And we all know Anthony Davis has the upside to be the best player in fantasy basketball. Um, the, the question is always, can he stay healthy enough to do it? Um, you know, but he was awesome last year per game. Um, and he played a decent amount of games. And now, you know, with the rules and stuff, we talked all about the whole 65 game thing. If you want to win awards and stuff like that, the Lakers are still trying to be competitive. You know, they're going to rest guys because they're older, but at the same time, they know that they can't just sit guys constantly or they're going to continue to slip in the standings. So um, I like Anthony Davis on the turn. I think that's a a fine pick. Um, Kyrie, same thing, you know, get those handles. Uh, And then speaking of handles, you know, I went De'Aaron Fox and Drew Holiday back to back in rounds three and four. 
just really wanted to shore up those guard spots. Um, in the process, I did kind of wind up ignoring the center position a little bit, which might've backfired on me. Uh, my next round, I went with uh, Anyeka Okongwu, stayed on brand. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I, I have high hopes for him, but you know, he is still playing behind Clint Capella. So that's a big gamble. You know, I passed up on guys with like, you know, guaranteed starting spots. Um, and then I paired him with Derek White, who, you know, isn't a big man, but he does get some big man stats. He's a really good shot blocker for a guard. And, you know, we've talked all about him. He's just a solid player. He's going to start for them. They already announced it. So um, I like him there. I got Tobias Harris in round seven. He's a guy that I always wind up drafting because he always falls. He's just a solid quality forward. And when you're doing mock drafts, you have to fill positions. So Yahoo puts guys in certain spots and they'll leave some spots empty. So at some point you have to kind of look and see what you're missing. And he's a guy that usually fills whatever spot I have open. So I like his flexibility there. Um, I did take um, Jonas Valanciunas in the eighth round. Um, you know, I've talked all about him. He's a guy I think uh, definitely can have a bounce back season. Um, you know, it, it's going to all be, depending on whether or not the Pelicans stay healthy, Zion and Brandon Ingram and guys like that. Um, but Valanciunas has looked really good this summer during the World Cup. And I'm hoping that that momentum carries into the NBA season. Yeah, um, I I think like, we talked about that before. Yeah, I think that's a great pick because, yeah, we don't trust Zion. And Fleet steps up and fills his blown-out shoe and we'll be all exactly, set. So. Exactly, exactly. I took John Collins in the ninth round. He's a guy that used to have center eligibility right now on Yahoo. He's only listed at power forward. Um, that could change. Who knows? Um, but in any case, he's another bounce back guy, you know, definitely has a chance. Uh, we think he's going to start in Utah. Um, you know, he's, he's on a new team. He's got kind of a, a new lease on life here and we'll have to see how it works out. But I think for where I got him, it's kind of a no brainer. You know, just another big man who can, you know, have the potential to really put up some monster numbers. He might not do it, but, you know, again, the upside's there. This yeah, the I, draft. I, I think he'll, I actually think he'll fit in well with you because he's had experience, you know, being next to uh, rebounding like Capella's and playing right next to yeah. him. So even if you have yeah. Walker Kessler type next to him, you know, eating up rebounds and things like that, but also making blocks and, you know, I don't know. I think I think he'll he'll fit in just well there. I think he'll be fine. And like you said, new lease on life. I think he's uh, just going to be rejuvenated in Utah. Yep. And then uh, Mike Conley got him in the tenth round. Just thought, hey, starting point guard, um, older guy. I'm not expecting much from him, but you know that late in the draft, you know, just take one more guard and really shore up that position. Contavious um, Caldwell Pope took him in the eleventh round. He's a guy I really like this year as a late round pick. You know, just a under the radar guy. He's always solid per minute. Um, you know, I, he, he's a low usage guy, but I think he's going to play a lot. He's going to get a lot of minutes. Um, he's, he's gotten a lot of minutes the last couple of years, but now Denver, you know, with Bruce Brown leaving, uh, not only is he a guaranteed starter KCP, but you know, he's probably going to get even more minutes now. So um, he's a guy I really like, you know, just very under the radar and by the 12th round, Dude, my pre-rankings were about done. There weren't many players left um, that I had on my list. So I went on brand, took a guy I absolutely love, talked all about him, Jonathan Isaac. It's my guy. 
Um, yep. <laughs> and I ended the draft. I would touch you right now if I could through the mic. There it is. And um, ended the draft with Grant Williams, a guy that I think uh, will wind up starting for Dallas. And I think he'll provide some solid um, end of the draft value. And a guy that has a lot of upside, you know, we're, we're going to have to see what kind of role he actually has. But, you know, we've talked about how their power forward center positions, those are completely up for grabs, really their whole front court, you know, um, Luca and Kyrie, of course, are going to start in the backcourt, but you know, the rest of their rotation, um, the starters and the bench, you know, everything's kind of up for grabs and, you know, they, they went out and got Williams, you know, I think they really value him on both ends of the floor. And so I think if he ever had an opportunity to be a regular fantasy guy, I think now's the time. So with the last pick in the draft, why not take a shot on a guy like that and see what happens? And I mean, you know, when you're doing your actual drafts, that's what you want to do. You want to shoot for the upside. And then if it doesn't work out, you know, with your last pick, you can safely cut them and move on and get somebody else, you know, if it doesn't work out. Exactly. I think it's kind of interesting, both in our round 13 last picks, I'll obviously come back to mine, but I was, I took Dylan Brooks with that pick in the last one. So we both took guys that started instigating against stars and set them on fire <laughs> in the playoffs last year, which is kind of interesting. But um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, like you said, I, I think, I mean, obviously you can't have, I don't think a perfect draft exists. That's just almost impossible because people are coming at different spots, but you got to aim for certain Agreed. things and prioritize certain things. And you mentioned, you know, you, you had to get some guards and maybe you let the center slip a little bit further. Yeah, I'd probably agree. But if you do the opposite, it just switches and vice versa. Right. So I've heard um, people say in the past, if you think you had a perfect draft, your league's too easy. That's yeah, that sounds exactly right. <laughs> I think I had a perfect draft. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, my, yeah, my draft. Um, if I go with my team, I, I got to say, like I, I mentioned, uh, a few times I haven't done any pre rankings yet. So I just went with the Yahoo, um, uh, rankings, which you mentioned also are actually pretty, pretty damn good. Um, so that doesn't hurt, but 30 seconds and not being completely prepared is quite, uh, it's a little tough. So (laughs) first, first I was picking, where was I picking seven, right? Um, so sorry, nine, I went down. Pick nine. Bill was at seven. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I was picking at nine. Uh, we talked about how we wanted guards early and often. Um, probably one of the best. I weirdly enough, I thought about tanking Anthony Edwards at nine. I thought that was too high. Um, and then he went at 10 right after me and I took Steph Curry at nine, which I I don't regret at all. Um, I, I will be honest though. I ran out of time there and that was the next available person. Um, that's a great pick. I mean, Steph's a guy that has all kinds of upside, you know, in terms of per game value, we know what he can do. We know what he's capable of. You know, he shores up your three point shooting, you know, he's got upside in assists and obviously steals and all that stuff, you know, from the guard position. And we just yep. know he's a scoring machine. We know what he does, and we know as long as he's healthy, he's going to be awesome. So that's exactly. a great pick. So, yeah, I, I don't regret having it there. I Like I said, I let the time run out, but I let it run out kind of willingly right there. Um, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I thought about Edwards at that point, um, but I thought that was too early. Um, and then I backed it up here in the second round, taking one of your favorite guys, Mikael Bridges. Um, I I just easily wanted him there. He's, he's a 
sheet stat stuffer. He can across the board. He can do everything too. And right now, looking at those first two, if I'm looking at Bridges and Curry, I'm looking great on some free throws too. So that's nice. Um, but then <laughs> I go into Walker Kessler, Chet Holmgren as my next two picks, um, which most likely will drop that free throw percentage down. <laughs> so they're fighting against each other, but um, pick up the big guys early. I love Walker Kessler. I think he's I, he's just amazing. I don't. There's nothing he can't do. I'd take him number one overall if I could, but I'd get. I like. I like the pairing of the two of those guys together, yep. Kessler and Holmgren. You talk about potential highlight reel waiting to happen with those two. Who wants to be on a poster? Yeah, no, <laughs> I completely agree. Those two. I, I'm. I mean, we talked about it in the past. I'm. I'm very high on Chad Holmgren. I'm higher on him than I am of uh one Binyama. so yeah i'll definitely take him there i don't i don't regret taking him there so i like it you know i got it's got to stay on brand too yep curry bridges kessler holmgren i'm okay with those four but that was where after i took those two the guards started getting really thin well <laughs> pretty quick i love your i love your fifth round pick and definitely very much an on brand move here that's correct so i took tyrese maxi there um we talked about even with Harden there in Philly, the, the sky is the limit for Maxi. I love Maxi; He's one of my favorite players in the league. Um, and so, yeah, I I can't wait to root for him. If he was on my team for real, not mock-wise, but um, I, I would take him at all at, at all costs. And, uh, yeah, to, like I said, need another guard, and that was the perfect guard to, to fit uh, the void that I had. So moving into the sixth round, this was a bit of a, a, bit of a reach. He's probably – yeah, 10 spots too high here. I think probably Jalen green, but he does have the potential <laughs> to be that high. But at that yeah. point, there was probably some better choices I could have made. But again, I was trying to go guard again. And when I was looking at the rest of the guards that were left, you know, there's yeah Bradley Beal, but in Phoenix, eh, there's too many people there to, you know, handle the ball. Um, Chris Paul, I guess I could have gone when I thought about that. Um, kind of a handcuff with Steph. Correct. Correct. So there's, it did, there's, you know, there's good cr- things and bad things about doing that though. Yeah. So it crossed my mind, but I, I knew I wanted to go guard and the, the guards that were available around that point, I don't really care for actually that much. So I'm okay with Jalen green. He's going to score and I'll take the yeah. scoring. Um, and again, around, it's a mock draft, you know, have fun. Exactly. Yeah. Take the guys you want. Yeah. I, I was more, yeah, taking guys I want, but yeah, of course, fill those positions that you need, um, that you think are important. Uh, round seven, Jakob Pertl, solid, and he'll go along now. Yeah, with my, that was my a great K- pick. Uh, Kessler Holmgren. I was looking at him. So now I got three great big guys um, to fill in. But what's great is, I guess if I think about it and I do this all over again, yes, I probably might not take Kessler Holmgren back-to-back, even though it's a nice pairing, because you can get a guy like Pirtle at round seven, like or maybe even round eight, depending on what league you're in. So, um, yeah. Yep, and I took a risk on Miles Bridges after that, just because, just because. I Again, <laughs> at Charlotte, anything can happen. Um, I mean, last time we actually saw him play on the court, he was really good. I mean, yeah. he, he was great per game, and... He has that camaraderie with LaMelo Ball, who's also back and allegedly healthy and good to go. So, um, you know, if those two, you know, once Bridges comes back, he's going to miss the first, you know, what, 10 games for suspension. Yep. But when he comes back, anything can happen. 
Like you said, anything's possible with that team. It sounds like they're going for it. You know, it sounds like they want to start trying to win games here and stuff. They've got the new ownership. So, um, yeah, I think they're going to be motivated to play him and, and utilize him as best as possible. And, you know, whether that's in a starting spot or off the bench, we'll have to wait and see. But either way, yeah, it's a good kind of gamble move. Yeah, roll the dice on him a little bit and see what happens. But then, uh, absolutely. Round nine, it took Bobby Portis. That was more of just a another, just get another big guy in the lineup. I mean, I like Bobby Portis too. I think he's great. Um, rebounding wise, he's insane, and uh, he can do a lot, especially you know in the uncertainties of Giannis injuries and things like that. You never know. So yeah, and we've talked about how you know if they ever rest Giannis or Chris Middleton or anything like that, um, he's the guy that benefits. So. And then following up, let's see these these all these last picks were basically four guys that are starters or most likely starters, and uh, can just put up numbers. And that's all I wanted to do was <laughs> put up four guys that that can do things. And so I took Kevin Herter. Uh, we talked about he's sneaky; he can uh, do a lot of things, threes, points, uh, assists, and the rebounds. Not so much, but uh... <laughs> yeah, and that was really smart because. Like you just said, you drafted guys earlier in the draft who are more like defensive specialists and stuff like that. So you really kind of came back and shored up your scoring with those guys. And I like that, you know, Um, you might lose out in some other categories in the process. But again, it's all a crapshoot. At least you're taking guys who are, you know, young, have a lot of upside. And like you said, they're in good roles. You know, they're presumably starters. Yep. and going to get a lot of minutes and a lot of touches, and that's what you want. You want guys who are out there on the court handling the ball and doing stuff. You know, that's and how you produce a, numbers. Yeah, and the, the scoring, and not only the scoring, but threes. I mean, Kevin Herter hits threes. Um, Absolutely. And then after that, I took R.J. Barrett. He hits threes. Josh Hart, he can hit threes. Dylan Brooks is my last pick. He can hit some threes. It can happen. So, um, uh, yeah, a lot Pretty of sure scoring, Steph lot of Curry will help you there too. Yeah, exactly. So now that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> I kind of really like my team, honestly. My, <laughs> my mock, I, I think it, like you said, it kind of rounds it out. And all you got to do is win five out of nine categories each week. And if you can do that every week, you'll uh, be pretty good. So <laughs> you'll win a championship yeah. if you win five for every week. So <laughs> absolutely. But yeah, but yeah. Now looking through all the rest of these teams, I don't know if there's anybody um, specific. I get. I mean, Luca going to maybe surprise me a little bit, but not really because he's going to go in the top four, five. Maybe, yeah, you know, like it's not a shock that he's that high. But I guess I myself personally would not take Luca at two. I'd probably take Shea or something before that. Halliburton somewhere up a little bit yeah, higher, but same. But yeah, but not no. bad. Nothing bad there. Um, the Lamelo ball pick we saw in round one was a little too early for me, but whatever. Yeah, for sure. Huge risk. I mean, there's definitely uh, you know a lot of upside there, but there's a lot of downside too. We've talked about it. That family has a lot of it, so that team has a lot of it. But yeah, no. There's. I mean, I look through this mock and I look through every round, and like you said, everybody did pretty good. Staying, you know on track. I don't know what the teams look like individually. Cause I can't see this in this email. I just see it round by round after I see my team. But. Yeah. Well, I'm looking, I'm doing the same thing. I'm looking round by round. 
Yeah. Bill, our buddy Bill, um, he had a good draft, but you can tell he's definitely drafting for more of like a points type of team. I mean, he's got Giannis, Trey Young, um, Cade Cunningham, um, Jalen Brown, Rudy Gobert, Paolo Boncaro. Um, so a lot of upside, but a lot of guys that up until now um, have had some, you know, kind of inefficiencies in their game, you know, in terms of nine cat, you know, a lot of, um, you know, Rocky percentages and turnovers and stuff like that, but um, all stuff that they have the potential to clean up, you know, because they're so young, because they have so much upside and room to grow, um, you know, free throw percentage, stuff like that. You got to really watch those. But I mean, if they improve, um, those guys are going to all skyrocket in terms of the rankings. So yeah, um, I like it, you know, and again, it's a mock draft. Take the guys that you like and, you know, shoot for the stars, you know, shoot for the upside, have some fun with it. Um, don't go too boring, you know, just have fun with it. Yeah. I was going to say, as far as mentioning some other people uh, that mocked with us, our buddy, Tim, talk about points. <laughs> he's got, <laughs> he's got Luca. He's got James Harden. He's got Jimmy Butler. And that was his first three. Then he goes, Evan Mobley, you know, get a little bit of defense in there, but he still scores yeah. a bunch. And then, uh, Right back to Jamal Murray, who's putting up, you know, 20 plus a game. So, um, good team. Lots of points. Yeah. He doesn't have a ton of big men. I'm looking at his picks and I'm not seeing very many centers. Um, but really other than that, I don't have any complaints. Um, I loved his last round flyer of Rashawn Holmes. You know, I just, got done talking about Grant Williams and his upside with Dallas. I think you could say the same thing about Holmes. You know, we talked all about him in the off season, um, you know, all summer about how, you know, Sabonis kind of took him out of a spot in Sacramento, but now he's got a, a real big opportunity for a bounce back with the Mavericks. So um, I really like that pick. And again, he needed that, you know, that last center on his roster. So that's a good pick. I like yeah. that. But yeah, but even though you can you can say maybe he didn't um, take some centers there or the honest team, he you can tell through the first four or five rounds that he could still get some quality centers, switch out some picks a little bit in the later rounds if you really wanted to. But you can see how that beginning would go and look real nice. I like at yeah. Pat's team, and he's just looking at uh, the, the youth mov- movement pretty much. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, and- he likes the young guys, and I that they look pretty good too. And he targeted guards early, which we've yep. talked about. You know, we had Pat on a couple of weeks ago. He's savvy. He knows what he's doing. Yep. Um, yeah, you know, I, I liked I liked the Carl Anthony Towns pick. You know, in the third round, that's good value for a guy that has um, number one overall potential. You know, it's got to, you know, he's definitely got to get back to that. He hasn't been there in a couple of years now. Um, but the, the, the potential's there, you know, and we've seen that production in the past so we know that it's still you know we, we know that there's a chance that he can get back i mean that. he's got a lot of big guys actually now that i look at it yeah um, you know he, he did a good job that's that was very actually i like his draft a lot because yeah he went point guard early first two right and then he, oh no i'm looking at the wrong one sorry i'm looking at the other pat i like the other pats <laughs> i'm mixing yeah. both the pat and the patrick i'm sorry yeah, i'm getting both yeah, mixed up confusing. they both drafted with us <laughs> yeah whatever both did a good job yep Nonetheless, anyways, it was a good mock. Actually, one thing I did want to mention was my sleeper, Christian Brown. You were talking about 
the Denver Nuggets mm-hmm. and uh, how you want KCP because you might get some more time without uh, Bruce Brown there. I think Christian Brown could be a big benefit of that. And we saw him kind of, you know, get some more responsibility there in the playoffs last year. And I think that carries over to next year. So I'm calling For it sure. Christian Brown sleeper this year. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, uh, that was fun. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I, I got to wrap the show up at this point. So, yeah, we thank everybody for listening to Menace Podman. Um, we're out every week, of course. Um, what else? You can find us on X at Menace Podman. Leave us a review. Leave us a ranking if you could. We'd appreciate it. And uh, we'll be back next week, and we'll talk to you then. Thanks, Scott. Thank you. Parliament.